1: And with that, good morning America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, or WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host Tim Brown coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at sonsoflibertymedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here um, on Friday. (laughs) The week is just gone. Uh, We're glad to have you, and if you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio, and by the way, guys, I don't know what happened yesterday on Red State. Somebody must have been logged in. I'm going to have to get with Scott and just get me a completely different login, because this happens every so often. And so they were logged in, and we couldn't connect. So I apologize for that, but we're back today. Um, I'll make mention of the show yesterday, and then we will link to it in the Morning Show Archive. So if any of you guys missed that yesterday on Red State, and you're interested in the discussion we had about... Uh, the Truth That's Been Coming Out About the COVID Shots, Are You Paying Attention? Uh, that had a lot of information in it. So if you're interested in that, you can go to sonslibertymedia.com. It's scrolling on the top of the, the page. It's up right now that I'm showing to the video audience. But if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, head over to radio.com. That's right. You can see the face made for radio. Second uh, video down on the right side of the page. Click on it. Blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then click on the platform icon, join us in the uh, chat room. Lots of friends in there this morning. Good morning to everybody, and uh, great to see you as always. And then right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from yesterday, if you missed that. Um, it, it's still there up until 3 p.m. Eastern today, and then he'll be live in that little area right there. We shrink Bradley down from, I don't know what is he six foot five, 200-something pounds. We shrink him down in this little bitty box right here. So, <laughs> so you can do that. You can almost put him in your pocket that way. Um, In any case, you can go right above that and subscribe to our newsletter as well. Be sure to do that. You catch the Morning Show Archive, Bradley's article uh, that he does almost daily. Sometimes he misses some things, but almost daily. And then we have some contributors as well. And uh, so if you want to pick those up, that's the way to do it right there. Plus, when you go over to the page, sometimes you'll get this little thing that pops up in the corner and it will say, you know, allow us to show you things. Well, whenever I post an article, sometimes that happens somewhat fast. Sometimes it's spread out through the day. You can click on Allow, and what you'll do is you'll get a little box that'll pop up in the bottom of your browser. So it, you know it right when it happens. It'll pop up right in the bottom of your browser. You click on that, it takes you right to the article if you're interested. If not, you can just close it out. And you have control over that. That, that works out of your browser. It's not on a um, uh, another thing there, okay? <laughs> it's not... Uh, uh, it doesn't work off an email list or anything, just right there, okay? All right, so if you would like to help us and you agree with our message, you can click on the Donate button right at the top of com, and you can make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That's a monthly partner. And we appreciate all your support. Our store is also open. This week we're highlighting To Spit Against Heaven, which is the DVD on the Sodomite Agenda. And yes, it is packed full of information to help you understand exactly what's going on and how to fight against it. Okay, Because there's always a resolve. There's not just, hey, here's a problem. Here's another problem. Here's another problem. Here's the problem. Here is how to deal with it. Here is what God has said about how to deal with it. Here is what the Constitution says about how to deal with it. All right, so you can check that out. And through this week only, through Saturday, tomorrow night midnight, you can get twenty five percent off this. Usually, is a donation of twenty dollars. You can get twenty five percent off in our store with the promo code Repent. Repent gets you twenty five dollars off to spit against heaven. Here now, I want to read uh, something I got yesterday. Um, again, I am <laughs> forgive me. If I get moved by them, I, I get moved when I read them, okay? Uh, but just to let you know, um, received this from Carol Ann. And, and Carol tried to call in the other week um, when I opened up the phone line. A couple of people, um, one or two people called in, I think. And then she was one, and then it rang on my phone, but not on the computer. So it was a problem. Anyway, she left a message. And uh, so she sent me a message yesterday. And I hope she doesn't mind me reading it, but... Um. Just to let people know. I do read them. I read the emails and things and, and messages and stuff that I get. Around this time last year, our Lord brought Bradley's voice to my ears. I began to watching and listening to SOL and enjoying meeting my now chat fam, as I call them. Not long after that, I bought my first Bible. Mm-hmm. On March 28th, I asked Jesus come to my heart. So grateful for his love. It is a, literally the greatest love ever. After a little less than a year of sharing your videos on Facebook, I finally had a friend share. And by God's grace, it was this morning show that was yesterday. What you and Bradley are doing is extremely important. I thought I should let you know about the role you have <clears throat> in my life. And I know many other lives as well. Let it be a message of hope that will strengthen and maybe even edify you going forward. We really appreciate you. All you do. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Carolyn. I, I kind of share that so that people understand who do support us that there's fruit being born. It's not just people showing up but there are people's hearts that are being changed and God is doing the work. Yeah, he might use some old rusty, dirty tools like me or Bradley but he's the one doing the work and uh, when you support the Sons of Liberty that's what you're supporting. That's that's what we want to do. We want to glorify God and uh, so when we seek to do that, God gets the glory, and he brings forth the fruit, okay? As Paul says, I might plant, or Bradley might plant, and then the other one of us water, and then somebody else comes along beside that, but God gives the increase. So praise the Lord. Thank you, Carol Ann, for that message, and uh, we appreciate you very much. Uh, Today, boy, there's there's just... I got to tell you, some of this is just mind-boggling to me, that we're in the situation that we're in, the the lies, the deception, the lawlessness is is just so apparent to me. That, I mean, even this morning, I, I mean, I, I got kind of a shocker. Okay, I, and I'm going to share this with you. I even this morning I got a shocker, and I'm going to get to that in just a little bit. But I want before let me build it up to where we're going with things. If you remember back in July of 2020, I thought this was this year. This is what I'm talking about. The time just flies with us. This was in July of 2020. Suzanne Hamner, who often shows up in our chat room, sometimes will call into the show, she put out this article. Fauci's NIH study reveals 5G technology can produce coronavirus in human cells. Now, coronavirus, we know what that is. It's, it's the cold, right? can stir up some stuff. Had the study right here. They put it on the NIH website. That's what Fauci's over. Okay? We put it out, and like two days later, or no, it wasn't two days later, hours, I gave the update here, hours after the publishing of our article, the study was pulled from the NIH website. And she did a whole article on it explaining what was going on. Okay, now this is 2020. They were seeing a connection between coronavirus and 5G technology. Now, why is that? I'm going to tell you. I think if you go and you pick out, uh, and I had a, one of these articles with the link, and I was going to bring it up here. If you get this guy's book, it's called The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. Arthur Furstenberg. We tried to get him on the show. He doesn't want to come on the show because we talk about the Bible. That's fine. Okay. You know, you had the freedom to not do that. Whoops, what in the world went on there? Anyway, you have the freedom to do that, but the book is good. It's got some good information in it. Okay? And it talks about what happens when electricity, radio waves, all this kind of stuff is introduced into the atmosphere of the earth. Okay? And I, I'm going to tell you, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. It really is a fascinating book. And it was early on that these guys got, like 19th century or so, that they were, te- they were warning, this can be problematic. Having electrical lines strung everywhere, even using electricity for means of, of health, because everybody's different. So the use of electricity, some it would affect really bad, would make them sick. Other people didn't even have any effect at all. So there was a lot of a lot of there's just a lot of information, in there. and then then gets into the stuff you know later on into the 20th century. Uh, so I would highly recommend that. But here here we had this story, we put it out, and then they removed it. And I followed up with that, of course, on July the 27th, that they had removed that, um, these ties between 5G and, and And listen, this isn't just at the NIH. These studies have been coming out for well over a year, I know, because I've seen them all over the world. Many scientists have come out. We've done uh, several reports where entire countries have said, let's put a halt on the rollout of 5G, you know, all that stuff that was the, the essential work, apparently, that was going on during lockdowns in many countries, yeah, that rollout of 5G, that's what was going on. And then we've had this study recently. This was published at sunslibertymedia.com December 13th of this year. The National Center for Biotechnology Information says the exposure to 5G significant factor in higher, quote-unquote, COVID cases and deaths. Again, I always put the quotes there, COVID cases, because COVID's not been proven to exist. I don't care how many times they tell you that on television or the radio, it's never been proven to exist. Always remind yourself when you hear that, just put quotes around when they say, quote, COVID. Just do your little, you know, air quotes, just to remind yourself that it's never been proven to exist. Okay? Just do that. It's a good way of training yourself. To think differently when they talk about that stuff, so that you don't give them any credit for the whole Convid nineteen eighty four stuff. All right. Here's another one, and I do have an agenda. There's there's a place where I'm going with it. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna get to that in just a minute. This was back in March of this year. The FCC rolls out five G amid concerns about radiation, and reaffirms radio radiation is dangerous This is the FCC This is what this is what the FCC said radio radiation is dangerous you think you think Now I'm of the opinion that probably our bodies have somehow gotten used to some of this to a certain extent to a certain extent but every time they've introduced something, whether it was 3G, whether it was 4G, or even 5G now, the people have responded differently. They're, they've been affected by it. It's not just 5G. These are other, you know, technologies, the, the generations of technologies that they've introduced, cellular, radio waves, television waves, all these kinds of things, transmission, all of these kinds of things affect our body. Okay. So here's the FCC letting 5G roll out. Even though scientists and doctors and citizens are very concerned about it, they just have to let their corporate uh, crime syndicate in no matter what. Doesn't matter if it's a danger to the public. There's lots of money to be made. That's That's the important thing, right? Yeah, that's the important thing. Just like these, just like these shots, same thing. So yesterday, I don't know why the uh, script isn't coming up here, but let's see if we can reload it and see if it pops up. Yesterday, I put out this um, little blurb here, lying to the to push the vaccine, the quote unquote vaccine. We've got to do the air quotes with vaccine too because it's not a vaccine. Which, by the way, should open up the manufacturers. To lawsuits, all you all you families out there who have had who have had loved ones, they you've lost your loved ones. They've been injured by these things. Bradley was hitting on the the fact that many people have uh, amp- had limbs amputated after taking these shots. Guess what? They're wide open now. This is not a vaccine. They can call it a vaccine all they want to. This is not. It doesn't meet the medical definition. They're wide open for lawsuit. They are not protected. By the way, let me go ahead and just drop this one in because this is what I found out today. Now, you guys have heard the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986, right? It was to be a protection for the pharmaceutical companies, right? Do you know that it never even got signed into law? I didn't know that. Just going to confess, I didn't know that. I'd always heard it was law. And I'm going to tell you how certain aspects probably got into law, I can't trace them just yet, but this comes from GovTrack, okay? National Childhood vaccine, vaccine Injury Act of 1986, a bill to amend the Public Health Service Act to establish a national vaccine program for the development of new vaccines and the improvement of existing vaccines in a program to compensate the victims of vaccine-related injuries and deaths and for other purposes. So what's its status? It died in a previous Congress. This bill was introduced in a previous session of Congress. It was passed by the House on October 14, 1986, but was never passed by the Senate. Although this bill was not enacted, listen to this. Its provisions could could have become law by being included in another bill. This is exactly what they do all the time. You guys know the Obamacare stuff? What was Obamacare? Wasn't it something about cars? Wasn't that the original bill? Something about cars, clunkers, cash for clunkers or whatever. Wasn't it something similar to that? And they sent it over. They gutted the entire thing and they threw that Obamacare monster in there. And they said, see, we had a bill. Blah, 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 blah. The whole thing. The whole thing was unconstitutional. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. That's their opinion, folks. That's their opinion. It's unconstitutional. If we're sitting... You know, it's amazing to me, the pro-life community is sitting around waiting on the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. When are you people going to wake up? This was one of the reasons I wanted to run for sheriff some years ago in our county. Because... I think we have one abortion clinic way down in Rock Hill, which is considered part of York County. And I wanted to I wanted to shut it down. Just go in there and shut it down, run everybody off, and say so you've got 30 days to clear it out. You're, this is your this is your space for repentance. If you were found here engaging in any more activity where you're murdering children, we're gonna arrest you and we're gonna see we're gonna bring you to justice. There's no law that protects that. There's no law that protects the murder of the unborn. None. There is not a law. And conservatives and constitutionalists who keep coming out and telling you, well, the Supreme Court has done it, so it's the law of the land. No, it's not. No, it's not. This was the first thing that gave it away for Donald Trump. When he came in, he says, well, it's the law. You The know, Supreme Court is... These are people ignorant of their constitution. The only people who can make law, and that very limited, is Congress. Not the judiciary system. The judicial system. Not the executive branch. Congress. This is why this nonsense we deal with constantly with these policies that are made by the ATF, they don't have the power to make law. They don't. The IRS or the FBI or whoever they are, trying to make law, they don't have that authority. They usurp it. And because the people don't know any different, to hold them accountable, they get away with it. But I'm just, I was just fascinated this morning. Thought this was law. I thought this had been passed. Going through here, find out, nope, died died in the Congress. But... Provisions could have been put into other bills, which is, again, not, not uncommon. It's kind of like Agenda 21. You know, We never got into that treaty, and yet they've been, what do you see in, in all of your counties? They're pushing that green agenda that's straight out of Agenda 21. It's, it's unlawful. It's unlawful. By the way, speaking of that act, just days before the last reading, I think it was, there in the Senate, and they didn't vote on it, This is a statement from President Ronald Reagan. All of you guys think Mr. Reagan was Mr. Conservative and all this other stuff. Remember, this is the guy that put us three times more in debt during his two terms in office than we had been in debt before. This is the guy who signed the legislation that gave us the Soviet-style education system that we're under right now. This is the same guy. Okay? Okay. Here's what he had to say. The administration op- or the administration opposes enactment of HR5546 because it would establish a new a major new childhood vaccine compensation entitlement program which they later did without adequate data to show that such a drastic and potentially costly step is necessary is likely to do little to assure the vaccine supply or to improve our childhood immunization efforts and would restructure in a disruptive way well-running mechanisms for vaccine research and administration of immunization programs. Well, he's still pushing big government, isn't he? Childhood immunization efforts, well-running mechanisms for vaccine research and administration of uh, immunization programs. That's big government. H.R. 550. 6 would impose an excise tax on childhood vaccines in order to finance the compensation trust fund. The administration strongly opposes the imposition of a new tax. Thank you for that. Or any increases in existing taxes and therefore finds the proposed excise tax in this bill unacceptable. Should this bill be enacted, the president's senior advisors will recommend a veto. Well, thank you for Ms. Mr. Reagan for that. I mean, that's that's actually a good thing. But still, there's the protection of all those things in place that we're doing all of this other. And why should the federal government, which is the people, that's what it's supposed to be. Why should we have had a vaccine compensation entitlement program in the first place? Shouldn't the people who are responsible for the injuries be the ones paying Now, for those of you out there in uh, Disney make-believe Magic Kingdom world who want to take and uh, have gun manufacturers pay families when somebody takes and uses their product lawlessly, not lawfully, lawlessly, to murder others, what do you do, how, how does your logic fit with when you go and somebody produces a product and they tell you it's supposed to do this if you shoot it into your body, and when you shoot it in your body, it kills you, it maims you, it injures you, you have to get legs and arms or whatever amputated. They're actually telling you it's supposed to do this, but it does something else. Why would you not want those people held accountable? Hmm? I'm just asking here. Now, all four, if somebody manufactures a gun, you go out in your yard and you shoot it and that thing blows up and it takes out an eye or it cuts you or goes into your body or something like that because it explodes, yeah, I think you ought to hold them accountable for the manufacturing of that gun because it didn't do what it's supposed to do. That's quite different than me taking their weapon and going out and murdering school kids in a school. I mean, it's just crazy. You see the difference? Most people can. Okay? So I was just going to drop that on you, and just to show you, this was the um, on that vaccine injury act. This is the last time, 1986, uh, October the 18th, just four days after uh, Reagan said what I read there just a moment ago. It was read twice, referred to the Committee on Labor and Human Resources, and there it died. There it died. So just if you were like I was and you thought that had already passed, probably provisions of it did pass. I think in 1996, there was another one. I was going to follow up with that. But if you, if you, if you go, I mean, look at, look at the propaganda that comes out. Now, I just showed you it didn't pass, right? This is from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Look at this. <clears throat> the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act of 1986 established. It established. It's speaking as though it actually happened. The National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program is a federal no-fault compensation system for individuals who may have been injured by specific covered vaccines. Now, what did I just read to you? (laughs) It's absolutely incredible. See how they push it? What did I just read to you? Although this bill was not enacted, it died in a previous Congress. But the American Academy of Pediatrics, these are supposed to be your expert doctors on children, talk as though it's been established. It hasn't. It hasn't. See see the lies? See how it gets all caught up? (sighs) The Bible says, Revelation 12, 9, So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old, called the devil, and Satan, who deceives... The whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Mm -hmm. As John says, the whole world lies in the lap of the wicked one. It is our job, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, to pull them out of the lap of the wicked one and bring them into the bosom of the Father. Yes, I get frustrated because I look at this stuff. I look at what's being promoted. It's not even true. So we come to this today, and I had this in an article yesterday. I'm going to play a little video here because the guy gives some great, and he has a great name too, Tim. Ah, <laughs> uh, timtruth.com. He's got some. He's got some good stuff that I've seen that he puts out. So uh, it's it's been pretty good. Um, but again, it, this is before the whole thing with this 1984 thing. I, I you know they provided unlawful immunity and this that, and the other. I'm going to have to go back and probably correct that. Just say we don't have that. <laughs> it wasn't passed. Um. So here we have the the register, the Federal Register. This is from 1984. By the way, it's kind of interesting that Orwell's 1984 was actually being enacted in 1984. Okay? And uh, and I've got the registry here. That's a bunch of pages. Okay? So I put it here. You can blow it up, uh, which we'll take a look at in just a moment. Um, <clears throat> but trust me, I'll, I'll just show you over here. It hasn't even loaded up really good. Okay. 2307. This is where we want to go. I'm just going to pull that out of here so I can read it, and you guys who are watching will be able to see it if it'll if it'll load. Oh, would you give me a break on this? <sighs> okay, so I don't know why it's doing the weirdness that it's doing. Um, so I thought this was on the page, and I do apologize for that. Uh, but you can see it's it's a real document. Okay, okay, twenty three oh seven. This is where we want to be. All right, so I'm just going to read you this little section, and then I'm going to play this video and let Tim from Tim Truth kind of walk you through some of this, okay? This is dealing with the oral polio vaccine at the time, okay? And it says this. The FDA believes that the delaying the change made by the amendment to statute 630.11 would be contrary to the public interest. As discussed above, questions have been raised in litigation about whether the vaccine used in the clinical trials conducted in 1962 for the approval of the sole license of oral poliovirus vaccine met all of the technical requirements in 630.11. The FDA believes it is in the interest of the public health to make the amendment effective as soon as possible to make certain that questions concerning whether the vaccine lots used in the original clinical trials technically conformed with the requirements of the additional standards in 21 CFR 630.10 to 630.17 do not cast doubt on the safety of the vaccine and on the continued viability of the polio immunization program. Does this sound familiar to what's going on right now? Is there a question about whether or not this stuff actually works? We keep being told it's safe and effective. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I I'm going to have to pull up this video in just a second. We keep being told it's safe and effective. Did it did it, you know, permit uh, it, it stops transmission. That's what we were told at first. That's what now they're changing their story. Now you got to have a booster, you know, every couple of months for the rest of your life, take some pills with your booster. Got to get as much poison in that body as we can. It goes on, it says, as noted above oral polio virus vaccine. And and the punchline's coming here in a second. Is the vaccine of choice in the United States by who? By those selling it, by those pimping it, by those who are making money off of it. That's the vaccine of choice. As a result of the use of this vaccine, cases of paralytic poliomyelitis, myelitis, I hope I said that right, have been reduced from 18,000 in 1953 to only eight cases in 1983. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to question it. I'm going to question whether the vaccine had anything to do with that. I'm just questioning it, okay? Moreover, the several minor outbreaks of poliomyelitis arising in 1970, 72, 79, in unimmunized populations in the United States. See, they're telling you that again. How do we know this? I mean, they're telling us now the hospitals are filled up with unvaccinated people when the opposite is true. You can't trust these people to, as far as you can throw them. And abroad, make it clear that the immunization program is essential to the protection of the public health. I don't, I don't see that at all. I don't see that at all. They just say it. Don't see any evidence for it. FDA emphasizes that the lots used in the clinical trials submitted in support of the license were properly judged to be safe for purposes of the initial licensure decision and that in view of the technical nature of any possible deficiencies in the lots, FDA does not believe that the action to revoke the license under um, the Section 601.5 is warranted. However, listen to this. Here's the punchline. However, although the continued availability of the vaccine may not be in immediate jeopardy, any possible doubts, whether or not well-founded, whether or not well-founded, about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed To exist in view of the need to assure that the vaccine will continue to be used to the maximum extent consistent with the nation's public health objectives. Let me give it to you one more time. Concerning the polio or the oral polio virus vaccine, this is what they said any possible doubts, whether or not well founded about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist in view of the need to assure that the vaccine will continue to be used to the maximum extent, uh, let's just change that word, maximum profit of big pharma consistent with the nation's public health objectives. That's what they said. I'm reading it to you. If you're watching, you're, you're reading the document. This is the Federal Register, June first, nineteen 1984. Volume 49, number 107, page 23007, right here. Accordingly, because of the importance of the vaccine and of maintaining public confidence in the immunization program that depends on it, good cause exists to issue these amendments as a final rule effective immediately. Let's just shut you up. You stupid little person who doesn't have a sheepskin, Tim Brown on Sons of Liberty, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't. You're right, I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. As far as medicine and being a doctor, I don't play one on TV. I, I didn't spend a night in the, ho- in the Holiday Inn Express or any of that stuff. I'm giving information. That's all I'm doing. And I can figure out that it sounds to me like they're trying to silence anybody that would call into question any of their pharmacia. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't know what it sounds like to you, but that's what it sounds like to me. And again, I was born on a day it wasn't yesterday. Okay. But this is straight out of here. Now, what I want to do is um, Tim at Tim's Truth, or Tim Truth, I'm sorry, not Tim's Truth, has a video. And then I want to read a couple of things. I think we'll have time for it. I want to read a couple of things by Dr. Malone, and he references this particular thing here. Uh, before I do, let me see if I can pull this other one up, uh, because I was making mention of, you know, the whole thing of safe and effective, Right. Okay, so I want to know Facebook, I want to know Twitter, I want to know YouTube, I want to know Google, I want to know the rest of you cats who continue to censor truth that could save people's lives concerning these shots. I want to know if you're going to be uh, taking out Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the head of the CDC, for saying this. Um, Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. (laughs) They never could they never could prevent transmission do you hear this liar how how many months ago was she telling us that it could prevent it how many months ago was she telling that people that it'll prevent transmission it'll stop you from getting covid then it was well it'll make the it'll make symptoms mild if you get the covid the convids this is the same liar that was doing that. Is she banned from Facebook? Is she knocked off of you? No, she's welcome to speak all over the uh, the, the 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 Mockingbird Media. I, I, open invitation to Rochelle Walensky. Come on the the, the Sons of Liberty. I'm serious. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Click on the contact thing. Have your people get in touch with our people, and we'll make it happen. Because I got some questions. Because what I want to do is I want to play your own words back at you. And I want you to answer the people with some real questions about the propaganda you're putting out in order that the CDC, Fauci, the FDA, the big pharma companies can make all their money off the people while they're killing them off, telling them that it's safe and effective. It's neither. And if she's telling you right there that it doesn't prevent, she says it's no longer done, it's never done it. It's never prevented transmission. Which means she can't come out anymore and say it's effective. And neither should the Mockingbird Media, right? Right? That should be dropped off. The number of deaths I showed you and the number of injuries that I showed you yesterday, on yesterday's show, should be enough to shut down the safe part of it. So what they should be telling people is, this product is unsafe and ineffective. Which is exactly what all those doctors, medical professionals around the world, and nurses said last year during that montage they put together from all over the world warning people when the shot came out, and I'll try to have those links up so you can see them if you had if you didn't see them, this was last year, that they were right on the money. They were right on the money all along. But guess who got the money? That's right. Big Pharma got the money. The FDA got the money. Trump got his hands greased a little bit. Joe Biden's got his hands greased. And a lot of politicians got bought off to pimp that drug. That's what it was. All right. Now, back over here. This is Tim Truth. This is, uh, I think it's about 10 minutes or so. I want you to listen to what he has to say concerning the document that I just showed you.
0: Any possible doubts, whether or not well-founded, about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist in view of the need to assure that the vaccine will continue to be used to the maximum extent consistent with the nation's public health objectives. Wow, this is incredible. This is from Robert Malone's Twitter. And I just confirmed it. We're going to dive in here. This is Dr. Malone, MD. He was instrumental in the development of the mRNA technology. His bio reads, Inventor of mRNA vaccines and RNA as a drug. Look at this. Once again, please remember, it is written into federal U.S. law that the government shall lie about vaccine safety and efficacy. We're going to come back to this image here. This is the key Excerpt from this document here. This is the Federal Register from 1984, June the 1st, 1984. And it's buried at the bottom of this document. The Federal Register is the official journal of the federal government of the United States. Now, here's the key excerpt. Any possible doubts, whether or not well-founded, about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist in view of of the need to assure that the vaccine will continue to be used to the maximum extent consistent with the nation's public health objectives. So I'm going to put a link to this document in the description. This is on page 255. Any possible doubts, whether or not well-founded, about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist in view of the need to assure that the vaccine will continue to be used to the maximum extent consistent with the nation's public health objectives." Wow. So this is straight from volume 49, number 107, Friday, June the 1st, 1984, Rules and Regulations. I'll leave a link in the description. Page 255. Any possible doubts, whether or not well-founded, about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist because they want to keep using the vaccine to the maximum extent. That's the public health objective. Accordingly, because of the importance of the vaccine and of maintaining public confidence in the immunization program that depends on it, good cause exists to issue these amendments as a final rule effective immediately. The fact that the amendment relieves a restriction also justifies making the rule effective immediately. So effective immediately, any possible doubts, even if well-founded, about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist because they want to push the vaccine. It's
1: propaganda. Now, this is back
0: mostly concerning the polio vaccine. But the question is, does the same rule apply? It sure seems like it. So let's do a deep dive here. Give us some context into what they're talking about. This is the Department of Health and Human Services, Food and Drug Administration. Additional standards for viral vaccines, polio vaccine, live, oral. So it's very interesting what they're doing here. This is concerning the oral poliovirus vaccine, also known as the Salk vaccine. So one thing that jumped out at me is they had this thing about five lots. And they're saying, if I'm reading this right, that they don't all have to be effective or safe. So here's a key section. FDA is also amending 630.11 by removing the provision that the five lots of oral poliovirus vaccine used in the required clinical trials each show satisfactory results in all prescribed tests. So they're removing requirements for satisfactory results. This change is prompted by questions concerning whether all lots of polio vaccine used in clinical trials in 61 and 62 as a basis for the currently licensed oral poliovirus vaccine showed satisfactory results in several tests. In tort litigation involving the federal, government, and private parties, Questions have been raised concerning whether some of the lots of vaccine used in 61 and 62 clinical trials met the test standard for neurovirulence prescribed in Section 630.16b1. The purpose of the tests, which is performed in monkeys, is to assure that the live virus used in the oral poliovirus vaccine is properly attenuated, non-virulent. FDA has reviewed the data and has concluded that, although there may be a question as to whether the results of all the neurovirulence tests met the standard in the regulations, there is no doubt that the oral poliovirus vaccine used in the clinical trials involving 195,000 subjects was of acceptably low neurovirulence. Oh,
1: it's no doubt? for
0: the oral poliovirus vaccine <laughs> used in the initial That's an clinical opinion. trials... The results of the test for monkey neurovirulence are open to interpretation and might be considered not to meet the specific terms of six thirty eleven. Open to interpretation one. Hmm. So what did the FDA do? It says right here
1: heard that one before.
0: The FDA has concluded that it is in the best interest of the public health to amend six thirty eleven to eliminate the unnecessary requirement that the vaccine used in clinical trials show satisfactory results in all tests applicable to lots used in clinical trials and thus avert any possible loss of confidence in the polio immunization program. So let's just take away testing requirements. Let's not have high or even decent standards because that might have a possible loss of confidence in the immunization program. So they're changing their requirements to push the vaccine. And this was back in 1984. The agency emphasizes that there is no basis for concern about the actual safety of oral poliovirus vaccine. We don't think that it requires a regulatory impact analysis. We also don't think that this is a major rule, which probably means it would have had more scrutiny. But they want to do it right away. And look at the reason why. FDA believes that delaying the change made by the amendment to six thirty eleven would be contrary to the public interest. As discussed above, questions have been raised in litigation about whether the vaccine used in the clinical trials conducted in 1962 for the approval of the sole license for oral poliovirus vaccine met all of the technical requirements in 630 eleven. FDA believes it is in the interest of public health to make the amendment effective as soon as possible to make certain that questions concerning whether the vaccine lots used in the original clinical trials technically conformed with the requirements of the additional standards in 21 CFR 630.10 to 630.17 do not cast doubt on the safety of the vaccine and on the continued viability of the polio immunization program. Wow. We don't want it to cast any doubt on the safety of the vaccine, so we're going to change the requirements ...that were already codified. As noted above, the oral poliovirus vaccine is the vaccine of choice in the United States. As a result of the use of the vaccine, cases of blah, 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 blah. So we're just going to change the safety standards so people can't challenge us in court. And that's what takes us to the key section here, which we already read, but let's read it again. In view of the technical nature of any possible deficiencies in the lots, FDA does not believe that action to revoke the license under 601.5 is warranted. However, although the continued availability of the vaccine may not be in immediate jeopardy, any possible doubts whether or not well-founded about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist in view of the need to assure that the vaccine will continue to be used to the maximum extent consistent with the nation's public health objectives. This is so telling. So even well-founded doubts about the safety of the vaccine cannot be allowed to exist because they want to keep using the vaccine to the maximum extent because that's their public health objective. Because of the importance of the vaccine and of maintaining public confidence in the immunization program that depends on it, good cause exists to issue these amendments as a final rule effective immediately. A final rule. So let's end where we began Dr. Malone's tweet. The noble lie. In politics, a noble lie is a myth or untruth, often, but not invariably, of a religious nature, knowingly propagated by an elite to maintain social harmony or to advance an agenda. The noble lie is a concept originated by Plato as described in the Republic. And you can see this is the paragraph that we just read. So here are some examples of the noble lie. Herd immunity is required to enable economic and social recovery. Vaccines are the only route to achieving herd immunity. The COVID-19 vaccines are perfectly safe. The COVID-19 vaccines provide protective, durable immunity. And finally, natural immunity is short-lived, narrow, and ineffective. So I think this is bombshell. This is an official United States federal policy. Dr. Malone knows the ins and the outs of the business. He says... Once again, please remember, it is written into federal U.S. law that the government shall lie about vaccine safety and efficacy. Let that sink in.
1: Yeah, let that sink in. Let that sink in. Many of you, many of you in chat, are shocked by this. Yeah. You remember under Obama, they passed legislation that basically allowed for the prop, the uh, propaganda, the people of Amer- of the United States to be propagandized by their own government. It's illegal. I don't care if they made it, quote-unquote, law. It's the same thing our founding fathers pointed to when they wrote the Declaration of Independence. What did they say? They called it pretended legislation King George and the Parliament were engaged in. Pretended legislation, and this brings me to, to something here. Isaiah fourteen says, "How are you falling?" Now, again, God speaks to the 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 power behind the king here. How are you falling from heaven, O Lucifer? And Lucifer is not a bad name. I mean, it's God gave him his name. It just simply means light bearer. Now you understand why they call it Luciferace, right? Because it's bioluminescent. Okay? Lucifer just means light bearer. Oh, Lucifer, son of the morning, how you were cut down to the ground, you who weakened the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Let me ask you something. Do you get the sense that a lot of these medical professionals and the upper echelons of government, say, Tony, Angel of Death, Fauci, have somebody like Lucifer behind him? That's the sense that I get. Jesus warned us about false Christs and false prophets. They started coming in in the first century. John said, even now there are many antichrists. And who is an antichrist but those who deny the Father and the Son? They deny that Jesus, God, as He lists in First, or excuse me, in John chapter one, verses one and following. I mean, there were many antichrists then. How many more are there now? There are many. There are those who give you the lip service of Jesus. They want to talk to you about Christ Mass. By the way. Again, just because you might celebrate that doesn't make you a Christian. In fact, it might mean that you're something else, but nevertheless, the point is, is this. The Bible talks about what our life is. Where is it directed at? Where's the direction we're going? We go to Ephesians chapter 2, and we see something of what we once were, those of us who were in Christ. Ephesians 2, uh, verses 1 to 3. And you, he made a life. Who made, a, who, 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 made who life? God made those of us in Christ alive who were dead in our trespasses and sins, in which we once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Who's that? That's the devil. The spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. The same ones like Jesus called out the religious Jewish leaders of the day. He says, why do you not understand my speech? Because you are not able to listen to my word. You are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it but because i tell you the truth you did not believe me this is like the the cat who jumped in the chat early this morning and said you effing phonies i just had to block him because if you've got you know if you want to disagree that's one thing you're going to come in here and sling stuff like that you're gone these are just some of the things here if you're a person listening to me and you keep rejecting the truth that comes to you day in and day out about what's going on here, as well as the spiritual things that are taking place in our country, and you want to reject it, you're showing who's your daddy. You're showing who's your daddy. You're going to follow him straight into hell. The command to you is to repent. Same one as to everybody else. To repent, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will be saved. Guys, Bradley will be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern today, 2 p.m. Central. SunzLibertyMedia dot and Lord willing, we'll be back with you with Kate Shimarani eight AM in the morning. See you then.